Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello, and welcome, welcome to, to Myths! Welcome to Myths! Bye bye! Yeah! Ah, well, that's a good one! Yeah. Kind, of, kind of like good, but also not good. I, I, it was a good noise. Uh, was a good I, I liked it, but it was like, I felt very lazy. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Myths! Can we start every podcast like that? Yeah. Also, we made weird eye contact during that. I mean, I've never looked in your eyes before, never have seen your beauty. You're like an untamed horse. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Miss. How we sound so weird? Oh, every time. Um, uh, yeah, hello. Uh, welcome to episode uh, one, two, three, four, five. See ya. <laughs> oh, we're so in sync. 60. 60, 60 episode yeah. six. It's not yeah. episode 60. Yeah. Unless you've been, doing, you've been doing other episodes, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah, I've done backlog episodes. <laughs> you have missed out a lot of content. Uh, oh, some really dry episodes as yeah. well, you know. Um, so, uh, how you doing, Matt? I am very well, thank you. I um, how are you, Dan? I'm good. Did you enjoy? We um just we're starting this episode. We're doing kind of an early morning episode. Yeah, this morning, and we both got up really early. We did, well. and because uh, you're in London for the day, we thought we'd meet. We had breakfast at a, at a nice little proper English calf, didn't yeah. we? Proper greasy spoon. We used to English calf. It sounded very prim and proper. That it wasn't. <laughs> it was not that. It was a proper greasy spoon, though. Yeah. It? It's a calf, you know, a calf. Also, it was quite funny, wasn't it? Because as you we alluded to it when we were in the cafe, we sat very close. The tables were quite close together. Yeah. Next to us were two builders, clearly about to go Build. to work. Yeah. Uh, they were not having a call. I don't think they spoke to each other the whole <laughs> time we were was, sitting next to them. There was uh, kind of the younger guy who was like quite new to it. Very he looked like an apprentice, didn't he? He was quite young. Then yeah. there was Hannah Alphamale, the guy. And the thing is, the younger guy wanted to, I think, wanted to have a chat. You the, older guy, was, yeah. the older guy just didn't want to chat. Did you not know? want to chat. Alpha male in it. I, I said quietly to Dan, Ooh, this is an odd place to take me on the first date. And they just kind of both stared at me quite weird. And I was like, <laughs> guys, it'd be better if you two were honest about it, you know. Yeah, uh, very conscious about yeah. it. Yeah. Did you enjoy your... You had your beans on toast? Did yeah, because obviously uh, um, I'm a vegan, so I, uh, when I'm, I always get kind of paranoid when I'm in that situation because I'm always kind of a, a control freak about what I eat. Uh, so I always worry that stuff will be unvegan if you get to it. I, mean, I, I mentioned to you earlier today, whenever I go to a coffee place to get coffee... As for a soya latte, I always have to like watch them like a hawk, just making sure they do the soya and uh, and stuff like that. Because if I don't watch them, I'll stare at a cup of coffee, a milky coffee. It's like, is that normal milk or soy milk? And I'll just watch it in my hand and it'll just turn cold because I'm so indecisive. I'll just stare at it burning my hands. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but it was nice though. I had a really nice it time. It was nice. Talk about burning your hands. The coffee, coffee and tea oh that we had. Oh my god. It was so hot. I've never had something so hot. We actually both had finished the meal before we even <laughs> attempted to sip. Uh, you had coffee and I had tea before we even attempted to sip them during, and they were still too hot to drink. So we ended up in the cafe much longer than we'd finished. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was that uh, Dan took a sip straight away. He goes, "Hmm, it's nice in my tea. It's not made out of hot water, but lava." Yeah, <laughs> and I, I literally burnt my tongue immediately. It was the stupidest. Yeah, but I felt manly, Dan. I felt like in well, because there were like builders in yeah. there, like, and we were like, "We're about to record a podcast." Yeah, and it was like one of those places, you know. when 
Builders obviously go there a lot, and you know the locals. They walked in, didn't they? Yeah. They almost they knew the people uh, that worked in the cafe. You I love, yeah. Usual please and a four please. Uh, usual please, and there's us like um, um oh. I have the baked beans on toast, please. And I'm a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I didn't. Want I to had a full English, so I, I was very unvegan. Would you ever be a vegan, Dan? N- no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite a fussy eater, and I, I don't think my, yeah, I don't think I would have enough. There's not enough vegan things that I genuinely would would eat enough. Do you know what I mean? Uh, talking about you being a, a fussy eater in the last couple of podcasts, uh, before we go into the, the recording, we have to do levels for the mics, and uh, a typical question we ask is. Oh, what did you have for breakfast? And the normal answer is like, oh, an apple and a slice of toast. Dan has the weirdest answer because Dan. Well, is it's not... always the same answer. Yeah, but it's not a normal thing. Dan, it is a normal. It is a normal thing. Dan, okay, let's let's ask you. Uh, let's say it's a typical morning. Okay, uh, it Dan... is a very normal thing to eat. It's just the amount I have of them. I think is the problem here. So, Dan, what did you have for breakfast on a normal day? On a normal day, Matt, I would have. Weetabix. How it's many... not difficult. It's not normal. It's normal. That's... So far, it's fine. <laughs> How many Weetabixes? Five to six. Five to six? <laughs> That's correct. How many do you go for? We did calculations earlier. We right? did calculations earlier, yeah. A box of 72 typically lasts me less than a month. That is not okay. No. <laughs> like, you're a wheat, wheat addicted, you know, a Weetabix addicted. Well, here's the thing, and I, we've talked about this off podcast before, um, just as friends. we <laughs> Colleagues. Believe it or not, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're as colleagues. Um, what's your name, Matt? 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 Am I saying that right? Is it Dave? Dave. Yeah. Dave, Dave. Rodsey. Dave spelled D A N. My parents are hipsters. Um, well, basically, uh, when, when I was at school, did a lot of sport. Was very active, and so I used to have a, about four Weetabix. I used to have four Weetabix in the morning with a, like a bowl of Frosties. So it's like two separate. <laughs> Four Weetabix, normally enough for some people, but then I have like a, a bowl of Frosties is normally enough for some people. I had both. And then quite often in the evening, as most people do, have cereal. You know, a lot of people have cereal in the evenings. It's a nice thing to have before, you, you know, after dinner. Well, not, uh, not straight after dinner, not like dessert. <laughs> don't just have a bowl of cereal yeah. after my dinner. But like, you know, supper, yeah. you know, 8, 9pm. I'll probably have like another four or five Weetabix oh, uh, with some shreddies maybe. Oh my God. So I'd often have I'd often have sort of eight Weetabix a day. Uh, wow, that's you know that, spread over morning and night. Okay, got a couple of questions, right? Yeah. Um, what toppings do you have? Uh, typically, I tell you what. The, oh, okay, oh, I'm gonna get wind. <laughs> you, My friends at home are gonna what? listen to this, and they they know this. I talk about this so often that I think they know exactly. Okay, but this isn't a joke. We aren't no. characters. This is genuinely. Here's the thing, Matt. Listen up, okay. <laughs> And anyone needs to try this. This is the best way to have Weetabix. People that have Weetabix a lot, like myself and other friends and family, you know, Weetabix, a lot of people have it. If you're having, if you have your Weetabix, be it one or two, like a human being, uh, <laughs> if you are having your Weetabix with cold milk, you are, for all intents and purposes, a moron. You're doing it wrong, people. Weetabix should be enjoyed with my, <laughs> my whole demographic here. Weetabix should be enjoyed with warm milk. Okay? Four Weetabix. Now, Weetabix absorbs milk like, you know, it is just... They should have used the BP oil spill. I don't know why they didn't just throw Weetabix <laughs> into the sea. <laughs> Straight away. Um, everyone, everyone who's had Weetabix knows that you pour... A, nice a, to- you pour a lot of milk onto the Weetabix. You turn away. You come back to the bowl. And it's like... 
the milk is gone and you can't work out why. It's nice that your answer to every problem in life, like the BP oil spill is, just throw a wheat bix at it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, uh, my marriage is failing. Throw a wheat bix at it. So you need to have warm milk. But because, like I say, wheat bix you know, a lot of milk per one wheat bix I've decided... I've always used the... Four Weetabix is half a pint of milk. Which is an obscene amount of milk. I get for a crazy amount of milk purely because I, I have a lot of Weetabix. So I'll have, for five Weetabix, is a little bit, just a little bit over half a pint of milk in the microwave for about one to one and a half minutes, depending on the power of your microwave. If you have an 800 watt microwave, you're looking at about a minute to heat up half a pint of milk to the required amount. I didn't know it was a Weetabix <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> Okay. Oh, I haven't finished. Uh, <laughs> what I often used to do it's just a, it's thing. is have um, cocoa shreddies are the okay. best thing to put on Weedabix. Have about half a bowl of cocoa shreddies. Um, that's a standard bowl, a standard cereal bowl. Half a standard cereal bowl of cocoa shreddies. You want to pour them on top of your four or five Weedabix. You then, when you get your half pint of milk, it's now been in the microwave for a minute to a minute and a half. It's now going to be a perfect warm, not hot. You don't want it hot. If it goes hot, milk does that thing where it gets that skinny, disgusting yeah. layer. Oh, not good. You want it warm. You want to pour it through the shreddies. The cocoa shreddies are going to act like little filters, okay? Uh-huh. The little knitted shred. And as the, the hot milk goes through the top layer of shreddies, it almost becomes chocolate milk. That is then going to be absorbed by the Weetabix. Now, remember, your Weetabix is hot. So it's going to be like, it's going to be like soft. It's not going to be like crunchy or weird. No, it's going to be soft. And all that milk is going to be soaked up into the Weetabix. And then as you have the soft Weetabix with the nice warm cocoa shreddies and the chocolatey milk. Mm-mm-mm. Dan, right. This wow, of- that took 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was 10 minutes on Weetabix, which no one wanted. But right. The way you said that. People will email in saying that is the best thing that, that I've just changed their lives. You said that, like, if you were a TV chef, like a Delia Smith mixed with, like, a fascist Weetabix dictator. <laughs> like, Honestly. But, like, okay. Let's shock people here. Be truthful. Yeah? How many Weetabixes have you eaten in a single day? <laughs> what is the real <laughs> maximum you've had? In a single day? <sighs> I, know, I, I know it's more than, like, 18. <laughs> I, I, I know it's bad. And I know that because I remember one morning I used to, I used to do rowing. I used to go rowing and rowing, rowing you have to often get up quite early in the morning. Yeah. So I'd get up sort of, I remember one day I got up, I had four Weetabix at like, you know, 6am, went rowing on like a Saturday morning. Uh, rowing's pretty, it burns a lot of calories. I get pretty tired and then I get back at like 10, 11 and um, I'm still hungry. So I'll have like another four Weetabix. And then, lo and behold, in the evening, I'm hungry, so I'll probably have, like, six or seven. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's quite that's quite a bit, but I know the day I had 18 was uh, me and a friend, my friend Dan, who you've met. Yeah. I remember vaguely, uh, well, I say vaguely, I remember quite well. We were at a friend's house, uh, like, we had slept over around a friend's at a house party, and he, um, in the morning, everyone was like... Hey Dan, you still eat a lot of Weetabix because a lot of people know this about me. It's not, you know, it's not a lot of my friends know I'm the Weetabix king. That's what I call myself. That's, that's what I call myself. <laughs> I'm the dream boat expert. You are the yeah, Weetabix yeah. king. No, and people were like, Dan, how much Weetabix do you think you have in one go? And I was like, Well, I feel like my body. I guess it's like heroin. I just. <laughs> 
and just my body doesn't use my body just becomes so used to having Weetabix that perhaps it hasn't got the same effect on me like my body doesn't get full up on it perhaps like you you would so I think I, I definitely remember eating 18 in a competition one, with my friend Dan first Weetabix is free ever. yeah this is 18 in one sitting yeah oh. not 18 in a day this oh, is like wow. one That's sitting <laughs> I think no to be fair you met Dan I think he managed like 14 like he gave it a good go too um I, half of me is like you need help. I reckon I could get. I reckon I could eat a box of twenty four in a day, if spread out over the day. I reckon I'd have four Weetabix every two hours, no problem. Hey guys, um, if you think Dan needs an intervention and you'd like to be a part of that, why don't you tweet us at Miss Podcast or email us at misspodcast at gmail dot com? And if you think that's weird, because I think that's nuts. If you think that's strange, yeah, says the vegan. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't eat eighteen like <laughs> carrots in a day, do I, mate? <laughs> um, Dan, do you reckon you could? Uh, how many? How many wheat bits do you reckon you could eat during the podcast? <laughs> we are going to have to do that sometime. We could do it, but, now. but it would have to factor in the fact that I have to keep going and warming up my milk. Oh no! It, you can eat. There's another thing, people. You can eat more. Wheat bits are easier to eat with warm milk because um, the consistency of the wheat bits is such. It's a bit like. I guess it's softer. It's like mashed potato. You can eat quite a lot of it quickly. <laughs> mashed potato is also something I have a lot of. God, you're a weird, <laughs> weird boy. I just eat a lot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, uh, oh, I, I'm going to ruin the uh, surprise of what Miffa are doing today because it's in the title anyway. But like, uh, it's <laughs> we're doing Pandora's box. And I think we should open Pandora's box of. Uh, well, here's another thing. Like, it's not just weed a big say a lot. Like, ha- roast dinner. How many roast potatoes would you have? Uh, oh, in all fairness, I'll start off with probably like four, and then maybe just carry on. If you know what I mean? Yeah, don't know. See, I I will I will carry on, but I will always start with like a solid ten or eleven, and I'll, then probably eat more. Yeah, well, I'll, so I think I just have a problem with like I just eat a lot of certain things. Yeah, very carb heavy, but very carb heavy. Yeah, but. Anyway, remember, this is a mythical podcast, <laughs> uh, but apparently it's just filled with two psychos. Sorry, I don't know if you can tell, I got very... Wow, I got right. really, really um, into that. If you... Yeah, oh. again... Um, it's, like, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde. It's like a different side to me. Uh, or should I either get Dan to stop or get him to eat for a whole episode? Maybe we'll do that in the next podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I reckon I can eat a lot. Because we need to... We'll get you a big box, see how far you... How far you we should, I should give you a challenge, right? Like, you, like if we can get through a whole box, like... In a, in a podcast, I'll buy What's you... a box? A box of 12? Oh, uh, is that too little? I don't, I don't know, you're a monster, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, our podcasts... Because remember, when they go out, they're edited slightly, so that, you know, we're often recording for at least 50, what, 50, 55 an hour. Oh, I could have... I could have Dan, do you know what hour. we should do? Like, we should do Olympics for them. Then it should be <laughs> Olympic Games of Weetabix. Um, okay, uh, I'll bet you... I'll I'll buy you uh, a ninety six box. Uh, is that is that seventy two is the most I think they go up to. So I'll I'll tell you what I'll buy you a hundred Weetabixes <laughs> if you can finish uh, let's say twelve in a podcast setting. Is I that- can have. All right, you're gonna lose, but uh, <laughs> but it has to be with cold milk. Okay, okay, that would be a, that's a deal. I could do it if cold milk twelve. Okay, okay, it's a little bit harder because well, I do, it is they are I don't know why they just. Hard to eat. We, we won't do it in this podcast because we haven't prepared for it, but we'll do it for the next one. Okay, okay. put it there. With cold deal. milk, deal. I'll have 12 of cold milk. And we're going to start... The- <laughs> Goes against everything I 
cold milk on a weed goes against everything I'm against. <laughs> you have to fight through the pain, Dan. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're like Muhammad Ali. You're like, you have to like you know you're the proper sportsman, aren't yeah. you? Anyway, uh, we're going to do a myth now. So uh, we're going to explain what this fucking podcast is. <laughs> 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 it's episode six. People have listened to it before. They know if, it's if about it, myths. If this is your first time listening, sorry. <laughs> uh, if you don't, uh, just to clarify, we're going to talk about a myth. We're going to give it a ranking, and we're going to put in. Uh, we talk about a myth, and we kind of explore it and talk about the story uh, from the past. And uh, people you know, tuning in now are thinking, "How the hell is this a myth podcast?" <laughs> it's it's not. Is, is it? Um, we're going to go straight into the myth now. Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of Miss Podcasts in small doses. Alright, so it's me this week. Yes, um, in that small interlude, did you have a wheat bix Dan, you monster? <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Dan, what have you brought to the table? I have brought to the literal table a, um, a myth which I have heard of, but I'm not familiar. Really? And that is Pandora's Box. Oi! <laughs> also, as you bear witness to earlier, I googled uh, Pandora, naively thinking that um, loads of uh, things about the myths will come up, just so I could like get some background. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just a lot of jewellery. Yeah. What happened? A lot of jewellery. Uh, it's um, Pandora opens the box and find out what a nice jewellery in there. In fact, we found this doing this myth. A lot of it's amazing how many words and phrases from Greek and Roman mythology make it into our everyday. We might have discussed this on a previous. Uh, podcast or in real life but yeah it's um and remember when i thought in real life (laughs) (laughs) as if we have lies (laughs) but a lot of greek and uh, roman mythology is seeped through to modern life like uh nike is a uh, is a god uh the skiller is on is the logo of starbucks uh skiller is a, a monster in the odyssey uh and all these different iterations, uh, uh, Hermes is in a, uh, a parcel company, uh, all these different iterations of gods and uh, mythical uh, creatures are all found in modern day, and I find that fascinating as well. Um, we are built, we're a civilization built on the past as well, which is really cool. It is cool. That was very academic there, wasn't that it? That was. Yeah. Whoa, this podcast. <laughs> We've been really too, well, two we, opposites today. We, we have a balance down. We can do the shit weight of talk, and we also do the small. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I think you're going to find people that will, I'm going to keep mentioning this people are going to do that thing with the shreddies and the warm milk and they are going to be you went on for five be... minutes <laughs> if, if people haven't switched off at that point they'll be like in fact I hope it's gained as listeners like the Weetabix fans you know what do we I hope Weetabix is a company is listening and they can sponsor us <laughs> I would love that even if they don't pay us. I mean, so no offence to you, because it would just be me that would get the weird things. But... Yeah, because... Uh... Oh, man. One last thing I will say about it, and I've had this my whole life, which is quite funny. If I ever do anything, you know, sporty, or I do something particularly energetic or whatever, and, you know, just every now and then someone will say, oh, you've had your weird bits this morning, haven't you? And I say, oh! Oh, you have no idea. Anyway... So, uh, Pandora's box. Pandora's box. I, uh, I know, again, I know bits and pieces about this, and, uh, yeah, not, I haven't well, read it for a while, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what it has to say. So, Dan, you're, you're doing this one? So yeah, take, I am doing this one. So um, take it away. What, what's your website is it from? It's from uh, Myths and Legends. Which we've used before. We have used before. Was it Theseus? I think so, that yeah. Was, that was made for children, wasn't it? It was for children, yes. Uh, it was quite funny. So, yeah, uh, take it away, Dan. Okay, so... Matt, I will begin. Drum roll, please. 
Oh, it's really hurting my hands. You, you can stop. Your mum's got to end. What? You can start. Like, surely it's... <laughs> I'll start after the drum roll. You got a drum... Drum rolls are like... Ding! No, like, drum rolls... And then you go... Did it, you, you have to initiate it. It's not like... Well, I figured you... I would just come in... It's not a drum fill, Dan. Because that way... Maybe that's what I was after. Sorry for my drum terminology. I don't think we're cut out to be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too much between us. Pandora's box. Anyway, Dan, take it away. You ready, Matt? Yeah, I'm ready. Yes, I am. Here we go. This is the story. Has your curiosity ever got you into trouble? Dan, I thought we discussed not. To no, it's in the it's in the thing. Oh, it's. Oh, okay. It's part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever been so desperate to know a secret that you took no notice of a warning? Damn, I'm pretty sure... I don't want to get into this right now. Have you ever loved someone you did a podcast with? Is that part of the story? No, I just added that at the end. The other two were, though. The answer's yes. Because I did a podcast with myself called The Drunken Comedian Podcast. You can check that out. Wow, that was a nice little plug, (laughs) wasn't it? Jeez. (laughs) All through history, there are stories of people being told not to open doors, caskets, cupboards, gates, and all sorts of other things... And, in so many of the stories, the people just did not listen. One such person who did not listen was Pandora. And can I just pick up... Yes. People through history not been uh, told not to open stuff. Doors. Makes sense. Yeah. Gates. Okay, fair enough. Caskets. Like, who's opening up a casket? Caskets, I think, of, like, Egyptian tombs. You get, like, yeah. curse. But yeah, but... I'm thinking of The Mummy. But <laughs> Yeah, it's a good film, isn't it? It's so. a good film, yeah. Egg- Cupboards? What's in the cupboard that's wrong? <laughs> Weetabixes. All those famous <laughs> stories of people not being allowed to open cupboards. In ancient Greece, there were two brothers named Epimetheus and Prometheus. They upset the gods and annoyed the most powerful of all gods, Zeus. This was not the first time humans had upset Zeus, and once before, as punishment, he had taken from humans the ability to make fire. This meant they could go no longer cook their meat and could not keep themselves warm. Uh, we have done uh, Prometheus, the story yes. of. You can check that out on episode four. You uh, can. So uh, just quickly give us a, a brief 20 second, what is Prometheus? Because clearly he's relevant to the story of Pandora. Dan, as you know, I'm a rapper. Should I do it as a rap? Be my guest. <coughs> Lay down uh, a fat old beat, please. Boom, boom, Back uh, a while ago, Prometheus stole some fire, Lego, yes. I got very hot, he got from the gods and gave it to the lots, yeah. He gave it to the masters, set them on fire and made it gases, yeah. They had some campfires, and the gods got very angry at him. <laughs> uh, did that make sense? Gases kind of worked, not really. <laughs> What I wanted you to do was to sum up what happens in Prometheus. Shall I do it again? Prometheus <laughs> is a guy, as we found in episode four, uh, Zeus had taken fire away from man and the gods had fire and Prometheus stole one of Zeus's lightning bolts and made fire from it with a, an asparagus or some shit. I can't remember what he used. It was, wasn't wood like a normal person. And he made fire and he gave humans fire and Zeus was not happy that he had given humanity fire so he punished Prometheus by having his liver plucked out every day. That's what I said. Give the gases to the masses. That's what I said. (laughs) However, Prometheus was clever and he knew that on the Isle of Lemnos live... Go on, give that that one a go. Hephaestus. Oh, okay. Hephaestus is one of the gods. Wow, you actually didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) Hephaestus the blacksmith. 
He had a fire burning to keep his forge hot. Prometheus travelled to Lunas and stole the fire from the blacksmith. Zeus was furious and decided that the humans had to be punished once and for all for the lack of respect. Well, actually, the last myth, he stole it from the Thunderbolt, did he not? Uh, In this one, he's stolen it from the blacksmith. Again, I guess myths are... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of different um, you know, inaccuracies and discrepancies. But, but the, the, the bulk of it is always the same, i.e. Yeah. he stole fire and gave it to humans and he shouldn't have. Yeah. Zeus came up with a very cunning plan to punish the two brothers. With the help of... Hesphytus. Uh, should, okay, should we just do them... Because uh, Dan always looks at me with a... Like, Matt, did, cla- Matt knows how to pronounce these words because he did classics. I, I mean, you should see these, some of these words. They're just all spell, A's and E's. Spell it out for us. H-E-P-H-A-E-S-T-O-S. Hephaestus. <laughs> Sounds like a... Hephaestos? Hephaestos. There's so many ways I would think you could pronounce that. Hephaestos. Okay. Whatever. He created a woman from clay. The goddess (laughs) Athena... Now, is that Athena? Because I would normally say Athena, but they put an E at the end of that. Well, it's spelled with either an E or an A at the end. So Athena, uh, past Athena, or uh, Athene. The goddess Athene then breathed life into the clay. Aphrodite made her very beautiful, and Hermes taught her how to be both charming and deceitful. Zeus called her Pandora and sent her as a gift to Epithemus. You got that one right? I nailed it that time. When the start of that paragraph, it kind of got a bit weird because Hesphytus started making this woman out of clay. And let's just say Hesphytus lives by himself in his blacksmith in the core of the earth. He's not going to have a lot of women down there, just creating a, a clay woman, like a yeah. sex doll kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So all the gods kind of helped creating this... Um, this uh, Pandora. So uh, it was very beautiful, deceitful, um, charming, and... Um, She's been given to Prometheus's brother, basically, yeah. as a gift. Yeah, just, yeah. It, just to kind of say sorry for, you know, blocking out your brother's lover. Yeah. So, Epimetheus's brother, Prometheus, had warned him not to accept any gift from the gods. But Epimetheus was completely charmed by the woman and thought Pandora was so beautiful that she would never cause him any harm. So he agreed to marry her. Oh, that's the mistake that all. <laughs> uh, why is it with like Greeks that uh, and like Greek myths where they always like want to get married the second they see each other? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, for Just, the record, Matt's um, his hand is touching my arm. Dan, I, I, I tell you what, I'll up the stakes in the week books. If you can do twenty-four, I'll marry you. In a, I'll purposely do 23 <laughs> just to spite you. And stamp on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the last one has a ring in it. <laughs> Zeus, pleased that his trap was working, gave Pandora a wedding gift of a beautiful box. Whoa. There was one very, very important condition, however, that she must never open the box. Pandora was very curious about the contents of the box, but she had been promised that she would never open it. Isn't that a really shit gift? Like, uh, uh, here's a beautiful box, FYI. You'll never to open it. Yeah. What's the point of giving it to me then? Like, yeah, like, that's and, the sole purpose of a box yeah. is that you can open it and put things in. And, and also, like, just imagine the, like, that is the best way to kind of get off with a cheat gift. Because if you, like, imagine, like, Zeus is like, I've got nothing to get. Like, what do I get him for a wedding present? I should get him a box. But what, what do I put in the box? Tell you what, tell him they can't open it. That's mystery, isn't it? It's a mystery box. That's, that's, that's worth its weight in gold. Although, uh, this is a trap after all. Zeus has made Pandora in the first place to, to do something cunning, you know what I mean? He kno- yeah. So something, something's... I think there's something in this box. 
Well, I'll give you, the, well, I'll give you that feeling, Dan, in the next sentence. <laughs> All she could think about was, what could be in the box? She could not understand why someone would send her a box if she could not see what was in it. Our, yeah. our thoughts, exactly. I'm with you, Pandora. Yeah. It seemed to make no sense at all, and she could think of nothing else but of opening the box and unlocking its secrets. This was just what Zeus had planned. Firstly, I kind of like Pandora, because she was like, what a dick, why, why is she sending me this? Um, so, Dan, what do you reckon is in Pandora's box? Well, if we're going down the dirty route... Chlamydia? <laughs> A box full of... Cl- <laughs> just open it up. And like in... Like in the... You know in like Raiders of the Lost Ark with Indiana Jones when yeah. he opened up the Ark of the Covenant just like they're, they're just going to take out all yeah. the What was in Pandora's just, box? Just chlamydia comes out and just slaps him on yeah. the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spending the night with Pandora's box the other day. What was... I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I also reckon that it's uh, any of our 12-year-old listeners... <laughs> yeah. Miss out the last, uh, you know, 30 minutes, you know. Um... Uh, I actually well I'm not going to ask you what you think so I think what's in the box it's a jack in the box isn't it and it's going to come out and scare the living bejeebas out of Epimetheus it's nice that you went from really dirty to then from ooh scare the bejeebas out of you like an old granddad we're going polar opposites today yeah, we are, we are. <laughs> finally Pandora could stand it no longer when she knew Epimetheus was out of sight she crept up to the box took the huge key off the high shelf fitted it carefully into the lock and turned it. But at the last moment, she felt a pang of guilt, imagined how angry her husband would be and quickly locked the box again without opening the lid and put the key back where she had found it. Three more t- <laughs> three more times she did this Jesus Christ, until Pandora. at last she knew she had to look inside or she would go completely mad. I, they are- three times yeah. she's gone to put the key what? in it, half turned it. Oh no, I can't. Yeah. Okay, maybe this time. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I can't. <laughs> Also, it's been a real... We're in episode six now. It has been a really common theme in, the, I would say, four out of five of these myths, where the main protagonist in the story has been told specifically, not do me. do something or do not do something, and yeah. they never do it. Yeah. They never do it. Again, it's... And they always do it three times as well. And I think that's a Homeric thing, because... Uh, um, obviously Homer created the Odyssey and the Iliad and uh, all the characters there they do things three times like uh, I remember when uh, Odysseus is in the underworld he tries to hug his uh, his uh, his mum three times like even though she's a ghost but they, so you do it the first time and, oh that that didn't work I'll try it again I think it's the one third time why do you need to do it three times and again this, this Homeric three where she's there doing it again it's weird isn't it yeah that's weird Anyway, finally, Pandora took the key, slid it into the lock, and turned it. She took a deep breath, closed her eyes, and slowly lifted the lid of the box. She opened her eyes and looked inside, expecting to see fine silks, gowns, or cold bracelets and necklaces, or even piles of gold coins. Boom! There's a Jack in the Box. No, that's not the. It's <laughs> just a massive dick in the box. It was actually the castrated dick. From that. Okay, so you find out what's in it. Let's find out. Well, Matt, I can tell you, there was no gleam of gold or treasure. <gasps> there were no shining bracelets, and not even one beautiful dress. <laughs> the look of excitement on her face quickly turned to one of disappointment, and then horror. For Zeus had packed inside the box full of all the terrible evils he could think of. Out of the box poured disease and poverty. Out came misery and death. Out came sadness, all shaped 
like tiny buzzing moths. Um, I always feel sorry for moths, often wrongly maligned by the <laughs> by humans. I mean, that, moths. that was a weird thing that you took from that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, isn't it? So she's uh, opened the box expecting to find gold, that's... treasure and niceties, and what's come out is poverty, death and <laughs> sadness. And dare I say, not the best like gift in the world, you know? Like, uh, no. Imagine that you, you give someone that, oh, a lovely wedding, you know, I've really enjoyed it. Here's disease and poverty, you know, enjoy. Also, I, I, what does she expect though? Because she's like, oh my God. Literally the worst things I could possibly have given humanity have come out of this box. And Zeus would have been like, uh, to be fair, I literally, I literally said don't open this box. <laughs> but like... It's, it looks nice on the outside. That's the only... I thought you could put it on the fireplace. Yeah. It looks nice. Just happens. <laughs> also, like, how... When those things came out, because assuming they didn't exist beforehand, how would she know what it was? Uh, if, like, she felt guilt before... So therefore, there must be some negative feelings around, you know. It'd be weird if, like, can't experience death and sadness and misery in one go. Like, that's how I experience every morning. Yeah. I don't, because I start my day with Weedabix. Fuck off. <laughs> the creature stung Pandora over and over again, and she slammed the lid shut. That's harsh. There's sting there. That's yeah. Not... Do moths sting? Probably wasps, isn't it? Yeah, they don't need moths, do they? Also, it says tiny buzzing moths. When was the last time you heard a moth buzz? <laughs> Epimetheus ran into the room to see why she was crying in pain. Pandora could still hear a voice calling to her from the box, pleading with her to be let out. Epimetheus agreed that nothing inside the box could be worse than the horrors that had already been released. So they opened the lid once more. That is a real gamble, that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure nothing can be worse than disease, misery, <laughs> positivity and death. <laughs> what, open up? It's a myth-based podcast. <laughs> no, oh, no, they're talking about Weetabix. <laughs> All that remained in the box was hope. It fluttered from the box like a beautiful dragonfly, touching the wounds created by the evil creatures and healing them. Even though Pandora had released pain and suffering upon the world, she had also allowed hope to follow them. That was actually quite beautiful. That kind of ended though, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, not that much happened in that. No. I mean, I thought I didn't know much about Pandora's box, but on reading that, I actually, a lot of it did come back to me. I knew that, I, I remember now that she opened the box and all kinds of Shit, terrible yeah. things come out. So what other things would come out in the box? If it was Monday, what would come out? Probably that, right? Capitalism. <laughs> wow, okay, you went straight for it. <laughs> uh, maybe like, I think probably, yeah. I think Donald Trump would probably come out there. What, 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 well, Donald Trump was probably the person that gave us the box in the first place. Yeah, no fair. This he, is the best box. <laughs> the, the, All the other boxes are fake boxes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, the Democrats, um, you know, um, uh, Hillary's emails were in the box. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what would come out of it? Terrible things, man. Well, Dan, what, what things do you genuinely hate? What, what things do you hate in the world? Well, I know the... Well, I've got two go-tos for things I hate the most in the world... And I make no qualms about this, that these two things I'm about to mention are the most deplorable, disgusting things to ever have humanity. Bananas. <laughs> and people that walk slow. <laughs> Maybe not people that walk slow, because the elderly and infirm, they can't... Is infirm the right word? This is in the 16th century. Disabled is probably the word I should use. Um, but more, more like meanderers. You know what I mean? People that can't walk in a straight line. In a busy high street. Yeah. People that just walk in and out. And since I've lived in London, man, people do. This is just episode six, Dan's rants, I think this podcast has what become. Are you... 
imagine if Pandora opened the box and it's really slow, like, like it just kind of walked down. But one that like chops in and out and has no sense of anyone around her and or near she's them. just eating a banana. Just mm. eating a... Oh. Why do you hate bananas? Oh, you know what my mum does? She puts banana on Weetabix. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. The it? only way my mum can eat Weetabix, she's not a fan of Weetabix, and the only way she can eat it is if she puts like banana on it. Well, maybe she's trying to like connect with you, you know? She's trying to like find well, it. she's doing it wrong. I no, one way to connect with me? Just tell me, send me a birthday card once in a while. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the myth. We'll be back in the outro. <laughs> this is a. This is anyway, Matt. A recap. No, you know what I mean. The the recap thingy when we outro. when we do the thingy. Uh, that's you know, like, when we, we rank the thingies. You sound like, hey, you know what we do with the thingy, you know? Also, doing um, be- before that, I'd just like to mention that was fake, I was fake crying. My mum's actually incredibly good at it. She, she's, she very much loves me, I think. Yeah, well, she sends me birthday cards. Your mum's a, a detective, joke. right? She well, is a detective. It's quite yeah. cool. People like that. Yeah. People are often uh, more interested in her <laughs> than me when they find out. I try not to tell many people, though, because uh, once I tell them, all they want to know is ask questions about her as a detective. And thank God we haven't told many people on this public podcast. <laughs> Yes, Matt, my mum is a detective. And no, I will not help her. <laughs> no, I will not. You can't. You, you keep asking me every day, can I help her solve murders? They do not. The police do not do internships. For the last time, Matt, you can't just I think, help them out. I've been reading a lot of Sherlock Holmes recently, and I think I would probably. Mm. I, I would nail a good murder case, you know. And my, my mum, she's been working for the police for many years. We don't have the same mum, by the way. She had a, no. uh, Unfortunately. <laughs> We've been good brothers, I think. You know, I we have that kind of sibling. Yeah, but if we were brothers, we can. It would be um... <laughs> wrong to do the thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got real fast. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I would be. A, I would be delightful in bed, Daniel. Oh, I'm sure you would be. I. I'm a. Hey, you gotta, you gotta try everything once. No, you don't really, though, do you? Like, have you think no, about don't. it? Like. Yeah, why did we say that? Yeah, like, oh, shall we try everything once? You haven't tried heroin, have you? I'm just going to be honest, it must be really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it's, yeah. I would never try it, obviously, it is the worst thing. And once you try it, there's, you know, but it must be good. For it to be that, for people, for it to do the things it does to people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have, I'm sure it's great, but uh, <laughs> and uh, on the next podcast, as long as with the wee bit challenge, we're going to be trying heroin for the first time. <laughs> uh, FYI, as a disclaimer, um, we are not condoning the use of heroin. Do not take heroin unless it makes you cool with all your friends. Well, Matt said that, so he can be sued when <laughs> some poor innocent person listening to this podcast thinks, "Oh, because these two people he looks up to," which, by the way, is a mistake. Why are you looking at? <laughs> I, I like how uh, earnest our fans are that will just do anything that we say. Can can one of you, like... Can someone send me something in the mail? Like, something nice. Nothing creepy. Um, no, we don't have creepy fan mail. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this is the outro, and for every single Myth podcast, we uh, we rank the Myth uh, on four categories. Dan, what are they? They are life skills. And what do we learn in life skills? What do we market for? Uh, we market for uh, skills that we've learned that will help us through life. Yeah, we, 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 practical skills. Practical skills. And what else? Morals. 
What have we learned morally? Is there anything we can learn from this? The do's and don'ts, perhaps, don'ts? of life. Less yeah. practical, more, you know, uh, moral, you know, ethical. ethical. Uh, creativity. That's basically how good... And how good a myth... How well written is it? Um, how how innovative, innovative it is. is. Yeah. Unique. And then the, of course, the famed WTF uh, factor. Just how weird is it? How messed up is it? Yeah. Um, this is quite a hard one in terms... We'll get onto that later because, man, we had a doozy... Yeah. Last week. Bro. Yeah, last week was uh, our first of a 10 out of 10, because that was fucked up. Um, life skills. What have you learned from Pandora's Box and life skills? Now, I, unlike other myths, don't think we really learned how to build anything. No. I don't think we learned... We didn't even get to know how to make the box. No. Uh, we learned uh, how to make Pandora, though, out of clay. Yeah, we learned how to build a human. How we learned to... how to build a human, yeah. Um... Uh, Learned that, uh, yeah, we learned some kind of uh, blacksmithing. Uh, learned not to open. Uh, we, we, <laughs> Were you about to say learn not to open covers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say that's more of a moral thing. Isn't it? Uh, um, yeah, I, I think it's a very low. Sp- uh, we learned how to literally the act of lifting up a box. Oh, learn how to. Uh, do a key a couple of times because we. Uh, oh learned... yeah, we learn how to use a key. That's pretty cool. I mean, but this is very low scoring, isn't it? This oh, is. Oh yes. This is definitely. I think it's gonna be one out of ten here. Oh yes. If that. Maybe two out of ten because we learned how to build a human. But wait, okay. So, um, but with Prometheus, life skills. I think he has more life skills than. That's true, and, and he that, had way more with, life skills. With Prometheus, than... it was two out of ten, and he literally he, let, he made thought, fire. Yeah, so I think it's got to be one out of ten. This got to be a one out of ten. Sorry, Pandora. This is going to be a low-scoring round. I feel. Oh no. So morals. Uh, don't open strange boxes. Um, also, don't give shitty gifts, which are also don't tax. give shitty wedding gifts. Yeah, uh, don't make women out of clay purposely to go and deceive someone. Um, don't do that. Don't unleash poverty and death on the world. Yeah, don't do that. Actually, this even is... if you think you're morally justified because you also let hope into the world, hope does nothing. Hope just means you have the prospect of getting over those things. Fact, it doesn't actually cure those in things. Fact, it's even worse because you think you're going to get through that, but that hope is futile. You know, yeah, you, hope is nothing more than just thinking you're going to be okay, but it doesn't mean you're going to be okay. It's been unrealistic with your views now. Hope is that killer. You know, it's not the worst thing that came out of the box. Um, we learned that moths buzz. Uh, <laughs> we learned that moths buzz and sting, apparently. Which aren't moths. That, in all fairness, Epiphemus was a very good husband about it. He didn't give a shit about it. He was just kind of like... No, he didn't be like, uh, what the hell have you done? Uh, we learned not to open caskets. Uh, we, we learned that... His... Although, the whole thing was basically Pandora's fault for opening the box. Well, Which is harsh we, in the sense that the fi- whole reason the box was given to her... Yeah, she. the box was given to her to get back at Epi... Because Prometheus is already being punished because yeah. he's having his liver plucked out every day. Yeah. In, the last, in episode four, we discovered that. This was kind of Epimetheus's... You know, he got away with it yeah. too easy. And yeah. um, this was his... So actually, he actually wasn't that much affected. It was more just yeah, human. Pandora got a lot of shit for that. Yeah, it was more poor Pandora. And humanity in general. <laughs> yeah. Because now we have disease and poverty. Zeus is the god of the whole world. He was like, I'll tell her, I'll get back at this person in a very slight way. I'll condemn everyone for the rest of time. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's very, uh, it's very damning for a very little amount. If you know what I mean. you know, there's one thing I really like about these Greek myths. Things like, this was obviously a good way of explaining to people at the time why there is disease, why, why is there it? is poverty, why there is death. 
why there is sadness. And instead of perhaps other religions that are just like, well, because there's a thing. Yeah. It's nice that the Greeks are willing to sometimes accept that, you know what? We're not all perfect. It's Pandora's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's scapegoats. It's so well. Yeah. It was like, it's so much oh, easier to blame someone else. It's, it's my own happiness my fault? Yeah. No, it's fucking Pandora. Yeah. When Fuck a- you. Ancient Greek children. Yeah. Teddy, why do I have leprosy? <laughs> Pandora, mate. I'd, what do you want me to say? Yeah. But there, at least there's hope for you. Yeah. <laughs> my you finger were... just fell off. Well, <laughs> it's hope, not a cure. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh jeez, that's that was depressing. Anyway, morals out of ten. I think it's quite high in all fairness. Um, I'm going to give it a six out of ten. I think a little bit higher because we did. Oh, wow. I think it's seven. Seven's fine. Right. Seven seems to be the common. Okay, seven out of ten. Creativity. Well, I think it's a bit of a weird one because I think the story itself is relatively innovative. However, uh, it's quite a haphazard. It's very ham-fisted way of kind of getting this point across like you just said it's a oh all the bad stuff in the world um yeah but I like that they've, they've linked it well to the whole Prometheus thing um again he's a character that seems to come up a lot um Zeus <laughs> we come up twice out of six I think you find that's a lot <laughs> that's one third in all fairness I can do maths <laughs> yeah. um he uh no I, yeah, I I don't think it's perhaps as creative as some of the other ones we've had. There wasn't all these, like, sometimes you have a lot of relationship problems, no, there are battles. It, it's not a lot happening. Lands are created. And in terms of, like... But a woman was created. A box contained, you know, concepts, basically, that yeah. kind of spilled into the world. I, I think, so, there's some kind of base things there which are quite innovative, but apart from... It, the narrative itself, does, there's not a lot there. It's very short story. I've got a figure in my head, and on the count of three, we're going to go one, two, three, we're both going to say the figure. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Five. Six. Ooh, okay. I, shall we get... I think... I always tend to go with you, so... No, you know, Dan, let's go six. But now I don't know if it's justified. Again, looking at the other ones we've given a 7 out of 10. It should be a 5 because we've given 7 out of 10 to creativity for things like um, Theseus and the Minotaur. And that was more creative. Yeah. That was definitely yeah. more than one point. Create, yeah. You know? Okay. WTF. Not massive. Uh, well, it's kind of messed up that Zeus kind of condemned the whole of humanity just for that. Uh, uh Also, it's a little bit messed up when they make a girl out of clay. That's kind of strange. Uh also, I find it really weird that, um, like, even though Pandora is kind of the victim in this, we kind of victim blame her. It's like, oh, it's her, her fault. It's actually Zeus's fault, isn't it? He's the one that caused it. Zeus's fault, yeah. So I think it's, this is low. I, this is like two or three, I think. I think it's a three. And it's a three, not a two, because, I mean, it is pretty messed up that Zeus would think it was acceptable to put all the misery in the world into a single box. Yeah. And then give it as a wedding gift. And also, that, that key was really close to that chest in our phone. Yeah, it's like, yeah. put, bury it on the other side of the world, maybe. You know? Yeah. I three. Do you reckon, because Daedalus and Icarus is three, and I think that probably is more messed up than the, that one. Is it? No, then again, we are putting a human out of clay. Well, what the fuck? Daedalus and Nicholas. It wasn't that WTF, because all he did was make make wings. Daedalus and Icarus, for example, got 9 out of 10 for life skills, because it was in... He yeah, built all yeah, these things. He's, he's but the WTF... There, nothing was messed up about it. He built wings, and then he flew. That's not messed up. That's just logical. Oh, well, there was lots of other stuff. You know what? I'll, I'll take it free, because it is... We'll there's weird stuff. There. The, 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 okay. Oh, that is a bad... Oh, that is... 
So it's uh, 1 out of 10 for life skills, uh, 7 out of 10 for morals, uh, 5 out of 10 for creativity, and 3 out of 10 for WTF. And is that 13? 16. 16. Sorry. 16. Fucking hell, mate. Ugh. So basically, the two the two myths that Prometheus has been involved in have been the two... His own myth got 14. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, is that, I thought it would be last place. Uh, no, right. it's uh, second, second from last. So let's go through all six episodes. So... In sixth place, with 14... Is episode four, Prometheus. Prometheus. Uh, in fifth place is the one we just had. It's Pandora, episode six. In fourth place is... Is it Daedalus and Icarus? Daedalus and Icarus. With 23. Yeah. Uh, in a close second place, with 24, is uh, Theseus and the Minotaur. Oh, okay. And then, obviously, as we discussed last or week... third place, sorry. In second place is Kronos, with 28, last week's episode... And still in the read is episode two with Juno and her rivals with 29 out of 40. So, but then again, none of them have reached that 30 mark yet. No, we haven't got a, we haven't got got a 30 yet. I thought Kronos was going to get there because he got some really weird ones, but, you know. Still not a 30. Oh, that is lovely. Um, hey, there will be 30 soon, though. Yeah. Because a lot of the myths we've been doing recently have been quite well-known myths, haven't they? Yeah. We... Some of the... people Juno and the Rivals is the closest one we've got to a 30 with 29. And that was probably the lesser-known ones. And it's these weirder, obscure ones that tend to be the most kind of messed up. And um, obviously, because this is a, a new podcast, we don't want to... Uh, go too deep uh, on the on the weirder ones so far. So we're kind of doing this more. We, no, because we've got to introduce the base characters yeah. first, like yeah. your Prometheuses, your Zeuses, the Origins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we will. Um, but if you are interested in some weird myths that you like and you want to hear on a podcast, why don't you get in contact with us? Uh, you can contact us on Twitter and Facebook at mythpodcast.com and we're also on email, aren't we, Dan? We are. Misspodcast at gmail.com. I thought you were going to go, yeah, we are. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so please email us and uh, get in contact. And um, of course, this is a free podcast, uh, but if you can tell your friends and share it with us, that could be payment. And uh, we'd really like um, if you uh, got in contact with us and maybe give us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Yeah, that, that's probably it, Dan. And is it? Um, I'm off to have some weed books now. Oh, and get ready for next week. Well, <laughs> the the great Weetabix challenge is uh, going to happen. It's going to be. It's going to define us. It's going to, you know, it's it's going to be our big moment in history. It's, the the historians were right about this day. I hope so. <laughs> you might die though. I might. Yeah. Imagine if you died for a podcast. How <laughs> sad would that be? By eating weed bits. Imagine that as your obituary. Actually, it's kind it of won't like... surprise anyone that knows me. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll see you soon, guys. Myths. Cool. Take care. Bye. Myths. Have you ever used a sex doll, Dan? Uh, no. Well, no. I did make one in um, in DT at school, but it just gave me splinters. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's staying in. <laughs> <laughs>